we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. I don't ever bring you guys around me like Let me tell you something. the only thing. If I want to see that, what a road is. I'm not really sure what I've done to you, Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast, part of the Buttered Pop Network. It's Eddie Estrada here with my co-host. Matthew, still dealing with a bum knee, but uh, we're here. Little tiny <laughs> Tim in the room, and I'm Scrooge. I don't know. No, if anything, you're Miss Piggy as Mrs. Cratchit taking care of me. <laughs> that is true. I have I've had to play the role of nurse. Of, yes, you've been a wonderful nurse ratchet uh, this past week. I really appreciate it because I, I keep thinking I'm okay, and then my knee blows up again with uh I'm going to take swelling. that as a compliment because Sarah Paulson killed it. No, then. 100%. 100%. No, I appreciate you so much. Um, But, you know, at least the weather is picking up here. I love that we also start the podcast now with a weather report. <laughs> Welcome in the news with the weather report. But it's, the weather's picking up. It's getting warmer. It's The high is going to be 55 degrees here, which is tropical. So I'm... It, it gives me spring vibes. I feel like spring is going to come sooner than we think. Which it is, is bizarre to me how like now if it's like 30 degrees, I'm like, oh, I only need a light jacket. Yes. Like, it's wild. It is like April 25th. Not too hot, not too cold. <laughs> truly. Uh, what a wonderful week of shows. I, I, all four shows right now that we're talking about are chef's kiss. Chef's Amazing. Kiss. Uh, just so good. Salt Lake in particular was so good this week. New Jersey made me laugh so I hard this week. Jersey's my um, favorite. Yeah, Summer House and OC were great too. So let's get into it. Before we get into it, I just want to give a little congratulations to my boy and Cohen. He finally got his star on the Walk of Fame. Oh yeah, and I forgot. We we know you buy your star on the Walk of Fame. It's a whole PR thing. Oh really? You, you didn't know this? Yeah, no. you pay to get your star on the Walk of Fame. They don't give you a star on the Well, no. Someone has to be like, yes and no. Yeah. I mean, you basically apply. You don't just buy it. Like, you have to apply and you have to meet certain, like, requirements. Right. But But then once you do, you have to pay for it. Yes. Okay. Well, at least you you have to still have to apply for it. No. Not any, like, I can't get one. No. I mean, I will will one day. As will I. but, But now that I know I have to pay for it, maybe I'll just save my money. Well, that's why people. That's why people just always don't get it. It's not like you're gonna. There would be like, we're gonna give you a star on the Walk of Fame. Well, I'm glad you clarified that because I, I actually always wondered like, what's the, what are the parameters for getting that? Um, it's money. Great. As is everything. As in this is world. everything in this capitalistic world. Well, <sighs> now let's get into our shows. What do you want to start with today? Let's just go in order. I think of 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 broadcast. Let's start with Salt Lake. Okay. It was so. Good. Um, again, the theme of not being able to thread the needle because we've had a little too much to drink still ran rampant this episode. Whitney Rose, again, still on, I feel like, the right side of things. But she just has a little too much alcohol in her system where she can't drive the point home right away with Meredith. You know, because... Uh, Meredith, all Meredith is hearing is y'all think that I'm lying that I had a memorial for my father, which isn't the case. All they want clarification on is when you had it because Lisa is claiming that you said it was this time. Heather says that you said it was this time. And that's where the wires got crossed in the sprinter van on the way to Vail. So I do kind of also, and I this is the only time I'm ever going to say it, I do feel for Meredith. Yes, I agree. Because I think that it is, at the end of the day, she had a memorial for her father, and whether it was a Tuesday or a Monday has really truly nothing to do with the reason she wasn't on the bus in the first place. Because if she, the memorial was in Vail, and she was already going to be in Vail, why would it matter if she was on the Sprinter van or not? And I think it's more more so Mary. Why wasn't Mary on the Sprinter bus? But we know that's because Mary is like in her own f- world every single minute. But I do feel bad for Meredith. But I also feel like Meredith could, as Whitney said, nip this in the bud just by saying, you know, it was a Tuesday. I'm sorry. I made a mistake when I told Lisa and or the other ladies just it my had my memorial it was on this day i'm apologize for any of the confusion but that's it let's not bring it and up at again. the end of the day it's inconsequential because i was never going to be on the sprinter van to begin with yes and it has nothing to do with jen's arrest and but you know 
Meredith doesn't help herself by being like, well, where's your father? Like, do you want to talk that about my was dead father? really, really low. It that was, was terrible. really terrible. And then you just have Whitney standing up and walking out of the kitchen. And then Mary watching her walk out and turning to the camera and being like, women. Okay, I... My disdain for Mary Cosby grew tenfold so much. this episode. I didn't think it could get it any worse. The inbred comment. Uh, oh was my god! Insane. I want it. I mean, don't come for Heather Gay ever, or I will come for you. <laughs> I will send Jesus after you, Mary Cosby. Like, don't don't come after Heather Gay. She is a queen among queens, and I was very upset by that comment. I wanted to jump through the fucking television and rip her throat out. It was horrible and i'm sorry if you want to talk about inbred let's not talk about inbred because you married you married your granddaddy granddaddy. like let's not go there and i know that heather's going to come back at her with that exact comment at the reunion i can feel it but it was a circus like lisa losing her goddamn mind which is great television always and but i completely get where lisa's coming from I, i i she's just unraveling because she's getting yelled at by everybody being accused of being a bad friend and i don't think that lisa's intentions are necessarily like evil or ill-intentioned in in this particular moment i think that she genuinely is trying to be like heather pointed this out i think she's trying to be a good friend to everybody and is getting caught in the crossfire and I don't think Meredith sees that Lisa knows a lot about Meredith and a lot about the skeletons in her closet and a lot about her, her marriage with Seth and she's kept it under wraps and hasn't said anything and hasn't shared it with Jen. And I think that Meredith has lost sight of that. And I'm glad that uh, Heather brought that up in the confessional. Cause even I forgot that like Lisa in solidarity with Meredith keeps her mouth shut about a lot of stuff that go- that went on with Seth. And I think this, um, she after everyone in New York is just the tip of the iceberg. I think Ooh, there's so yeah. much more I to agree. this. And I think I think more is gonna be revealed. I, I know everyone was like, it's gonna be in one of the veil episodes that we're gonna find out like the big twist. I don't think that the hot mic moment is the twist. I think we're gonna get something else that causes uh-huh. a bigger rift in the ladies. I think it's also might have to be something with Mary. I think there is a reason Mary is not going to show up to this reunion. And I think it's something that's going to be shown on the show. I think also this whole rumor that we're hearing about Jen and Meredith being with the same person there, they keep hinting at it's going to get flushed. Meredith out. and Jen have this beef because of something but they they haven't really said. Well, and Jen was really quick. The last week's episode, she was very quick to shut Whitney down when Whitney brought that up when they yeah. were, um, you know, derp, uh, uh, ATV after eating ass. Yes, <laughs> <Yeah>. yes. <laughs> um, Whitney brought it up, and Jen was very quick to shut it down. And I thought that was very interesting because Jen's, if anything about anything salacious about Meredith comes out, Jen is ready to kind of gas that up because she wants the heat off of her mm-hmm. and her legal troubles. So. I thought that was very interesting last week. Um, just, but you know, Whitney running around and like, where's Mary Cosby? Where is she going to defend? Oh, it was just so, I just love seeing them all lose their goddamn minds. It really just made me laugh. It was, it was a great girl's trip. I got to say, I mean, not for them. I mean, they all have trauma from this as it oh, as was 100%. after, but, but again, was Mary, if you're not going to participate, don't be on the show. I, I really don't understand why you signed up for this. I don't understand why you thought this was a good idea for you of all people to come on the show when you're so secretive, you're so closed off and you are ready to attack anyone and everyone. The only reason why you're nice to Meredith is because she doesn't deal with you at all. She just plays nice and, and is pleasant with you. And I think that's Meredith's MO from the beginning. Cause she knows she doesn't want to mess with Mary. Should we talk about Jen, if we're on the topic of Mary, should we talk about Jen going to Mary's church and how crazy that was? It made me, no joke, so sick to my stomach. These poor people are completely brainwashed. Like, that's the only term I can think of. Like, there was one woman in particular who I pointed out to you. She had the darkest circles around her eyes. She looked crazed the way she was screaming at Mary and and crying I mean everyone was doing this but the intense mental emotional breaks that everyone was having it 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 really freaked me out well I I just don't understand why they're at church and the whole service isn't Mary 
preaching about the go- any, gospel. any gospel or anything. It's literally just them, re- letters that they've written praising Mary for being an amazing, you're the best dresser <laughs> and best friend and just most incredible person and God moves through you. And it's like, I would be, I would feel, uh, no, I would never do that. I, I don't even write letters like that to my friends. The last thing I did that was like for Kairos or something where like you write letters <laughs> to people be like, you're an amazing person. I need you to know that. But like, but no, Jen, it's weird. But Jen really, it was great to see Jen go there for the first time and have that experience and put the pieces together of, you know, Mary only gets exalted. She only gets praised and worshipped by everyone in her life except for this group of ladies. And because she's not getting that same worship, she, that's why she behaves the way she does with these women. Mary, you know, kind of just plays nice and that's why they have a good relationship. Or sorry, Meredith plays nice and that's why they have a good relationship. But yeah, if she's not getting this praise and exaltation from everyone else, that's why she's going to behave the way she does. It it really freaked me out. And the 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 young girl at the end who was crying and holding Mary at the at the end of the scene, yeah. that really bothered me because this poor girl is so young and her life is just beginning. It, it oh my gosh, it it really freaked me out. I mean, we're going to see the fall of the church of Mary Cosby, I think through this season and it's shuttered now and I know that they've been filming. I know Heather and Jen filmed some scenes outside of yeah i remember that mary's church that there were some photos for out this current the season that, that's that they're upcoming. filming right now yeah. yeah not what not what we're gonna see this season but for next season which i'm like give it to me asap like andy stop paying for your freaking hall of fame walk little shit and let's get slc on our airwaves immediately after the reunion airs 100%. because i need this I need it in my veins. I agree. Um, let's talk about Jen with her lawyer and literally the lawyer basically being like, well, you know, <laughs> we don't know what Stu's doing. <laughs> Which he is lying. He He's fully lying. And I and I, I do think that part of that is like he can't reveal like it's he can't reveal anything that's privileged on air because that's, yeah. that's not OK. But be a he great basically he, I really felt like he was trying to telegraph to, to Jen like, oh, Stu is fully going to throw you under the bus and fully going to do a plea deal and get ready. You get ready because we have to go to trial because you're about to get screwed. And again, like the I don't understand I mean, I, I, I don't under, I, I, I just don't understand why you're not giving everything that you have that doesn't really have any emotional, um, you know, as Mary, uh, Marie Kondo would say, nothing that's, that sparks joy. I don't understand why you're not giving away everything that you own so that you can support yourself in this legal battle, why you still have glam, why you're still dressing yourself up to the nines. It, it's a bad look. I mean, and her p- mother literally, like, gave her all of the money from her retirement for a glam squad, it, I would be so pissed. It's so ridiculous. I, I And it just, it puts a bad taste in my mouth. Do we have anyone else we need to talk about? Well, I did at the end of the episode, again, I'm, 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 I, I'm very on the fence about Lisa still. Like, again, I'm, I'm, I'm growing to understand and like her more because I do think she's getting a raw deal with Meredith and with Jen. I love Lisa. Um, Keep going. And I, and this sort of furthers it when, you know, when um, Whitney and Heather go see Meredith at the end of the episode and they do that bizarre, ridiculous electrode, whatever the hell they're doing. It, that's not working out. It's literally just sitting there and letting electrodes run through you. Like you're not building muscle. You're no, just like it's burning abs- fat. Probably. It's absurd. It's ridiculous. But I didn't appreciate. I love Heather and Whitney, but they kind of turned on Lisa really so quick. quick. I'm like you two. It's a bad look because they are. If they're talking about Lisa being flip floppy, they are the most flip floppy of anyone. And on I the show. and again, the, these two girls are my girls. They're my favorites on the show. But like. If I were Lisa and I called Meredith on the Sprinter van and Meredith didn't and uh, and I go, oh, I'm so sorry, you're at your your dad's memorial and Meredith goes, okay, thank you, goodbye, and hangs up, I would draw the same conclusion yes, that Lisa 100%. did. So I really don't think Lisa went out of her way to like to say, oh no, Meredith's lying about the dates and times of her dad's memorial. Just she's just saying I heard something different than what Heather heard. You know, and I think that's made clear by what we saw on TV. Yeah. And I think Meredith again Meredith just lives on this cloud of self-righteousness that really grinds my gears. And she's, and it's really ridiculous that she's ready to end a 10 year, like friendship 
over this misunderstanding. So this is this is the thing about Meredith, and I think this is what we're seeing. And she go, she's like a freaking moth to a light. She's like what a like a moth to a flame. What is it? Well, they go to lights too. I've never had like an open flame near a moth. I've seen them in freaking like light bulbs. So I'm sorry. I'm from the 21st century. Okay. All right. All right. I get it. But. She wants the biggest, shiniest, nicest thing in the people who will give it to her. So, of course, that was Lisa for 10 years because Lisa has Vita. She's got this amazing business. She's got all this money. One, well, I think she that Lisa and Meredith share that quality. I think that they are climbers, and that's but why they get along Le- so well. But Lisa has the money. Meredith doesn't. No, she And does now not. that Lisa is kind of sparse between a few different people, and she, you know, she has Jen, and she has got, like, other friends— Meredith is going to go to Mary because Mary's like, sure, I'll give you like Louboutins if you want them. I'll give you a Chanel purse. I'll Mm -hmm. take you like on this trip. Mm -hmm. And Meredith is like, okay, my husband's not going to provide it for me. So let's see who can give my kids Botox. Yes. Mary Cosby. Yeah, I agree. So it's literally that. So, of course, she's going to end a 10-year friendship because it's not beneficial to her anymore. I think... Yes, I do think Lisa, in this sense, is a social climber, but she's doing it through her business and her work and is actually putting, like, actually oomph behind what she's saying and doing. She has a full freaking business. She runs Sundance for Salt Lake City. Like, let's be real. (laughs) But Meredith has a jewelry line that we have not heard about for, I don't know, is the boutique even still open? Her husband, like Lisa said... I can't hold down a job, like is literally changing. Out of all the women, we know the least about Meredith's life. Yeah. If you really think about it. And I I do think she's kind of, she's, she's a scammer. I do. I hate to say it, but I think Meredith is a scammer and I think it's going to come to front. And I think that's why Lisa's so mad is because she's finally realizing, holy shamoli, this woman has used me for the last 10 years and she's so quick Meredith to drop me. has a lot of explaining to do at the a reunion and we'll see if she's able to do that. The two other moments of the pop in my head that I just wanted to touch on. I love when, when, when Lisa's losing her shit and Heather and her confessional is like, this is like some Joan Crawford shit. No wire hangers. That made me laugh. And then I love when, um, Jen took the pillow and like slammed the uh, window, but they had to clarify. Oh no, fly. It was a fly. I'm not. This isn't a rage thing. It's just a fly. There was a fly. Uh, a great episode. And I'm so sad that we're at the end of the season because this show is so good. Can you – I just – I was thinking about, like, oh, wait, what happened at the beginning of the season? And it started with Whitney and Lisa having a war about uh, Angie and all of that oh, stuff. Oh, I miss Angie. Me too. Um, But, like, how crazy that we went from there all the way to here. Like, never God bless f- the women for giving us a fully well-rounded experience this season. <laughs> this this is how a, a Bravo show should be, or a housewife show, I guess you say. Or, yeah, any Bravo show, I'm going to say. So many plot lines. You need to have multiple plot lines and multiple storylines. We can't have Pantygate for a whole season. We can't have just a single storyline that we're following because it gets boring it's like we need something else and i love that we do have the long a long thread of jen shaw's arrest but we also have the long thread of mary cosby and her whole church thing but then we have sprinkles here of this fight that fight this drama so it's it's alliances shifting yeah the story is moving and constantly changing and we're getting a lot of flavor and variety which is what i appreciate so is this only salt lake second season i know like, not since – it reminds me of, like, when Beverly Hills first started. And it just came out of the gate, like, boom, 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 yes. guns blazing. Uh, so, we, we, I guess we're due for a bad season in, like, season three or four. But you well, never we'll see. know. I mean, we're going to get new ladies next year because Jenny and Mary aren't coming back. Well, they're going to start the show, and then they're going to leave halfway through. Yeah, so, maybe so, Angie will come through and pull pull up. Uh, I mean, again, there are lots of – I'm sure there are lots of ladies in Salt Lake that we can we can choose from. I, again, I'm still pulling for Dre to be able to come on the oh show my more. I have a feeling she's probably like, I'm good being Heather's right-hand woman at the moment. And their business is booming. Booming. Like, let's be real. She really has to kind of be the one because, I mean, let's, like, let's see it. I mean, if you go to the Bravo app, you can watch Heather just eat a meatball sub in her office. (laughs) You are really driving home with that. Oh, I'm just saying. Speaking of Heather, one more thing. Congratulations on her daughter picking UC Santa Barbara. Great school. Great school. I've partied there a few times. Uh, Went to Floatopia. Jesus Christ. But it's great. Uh, good for her. We love to see it. And shall we move on? Anything else on Salt Lake? Anything else? No, I think we're good. Okay, great. Love the pause. Love the the you know. I was thinking. I was. I you know. I get lost in my thoughts sometimes. It's a big brain up there. So you want to do Summer House? Yeah, let's get into Summer House. So I don't have too much to say. Yeah, my my big thing is. 
Kyle like is just not making any positive cases for himself at all. So the big party of this episode was Amanda's 30th birthday. Congratulations. Just shows that I'm also still younger than half the cast. Okay, but. relax. <laughs> You're not that young. Like, you act like there are 10 years separating, like, me and you, you and them. Stop it. <laughs> you I are will be turning age. 30 this year. Yeah, so, like, pump the brakes. You're literally a one year apart from But Amanda. I do have to say, I did throw a 90s party for my 28th birthday. It was called Made in the 90s, and it was themed, and everyone had to dress like a character from the 90s, and we did a bar crawl through Hermosa Beach. And if you completed the bar crawl, you got entered into a raffle for a prize. And the prize was a signed poster of me. Oh, my <laughs> sweet Lord. Again, I'm I'm really thrilled that we became friends when we did because I don't know if we would have been friends if I knew you back when I, you were the Winter Soldier. When I was the Winter Soldier before I became Bucky Barnes. Yeah. But I love I love a good 90s themed party because it's so fun just to like see how everyone dresses. And they all looked great, I have to say. Everyone really turned it out. My favorite look honestly was Lindsay. Lindsay I looked completely amazing. agree. She, she always looked looks fabulous. So good. But it was so that top, I was like, yes, yes, yes. But I agree like Kyle. Kyle, yeah. I, Back to I'm the sorry. problem. Back to the problem. Like you you being stressed about your job is not an excuse for you to behave badly. This is a woman you want to be your partner in life. It's her 30th birthday. You should be at the helm of all of the planning for the party and for every, you know, all of the festivities. And in addition, you should have a really special, exciting gift planned for her. And the fact that Paige turns to you and asks you, what did you get her? And you go, uh, uh, nothing. And then they, uh, then the girls have to scramble to help you out. It's absolutely ridiculous. They're like, she wants to go on a trip somewhere. And he's like, okay, let's book something. And he goes, do I need a passport to go here? And they're like, yeah. And he's like, well, my passport expired during the pandemic. Then book the trip for like two weeks, three weeks out and get it expedited. Get an expedited emergency. It's not that hard. No, It's so easy. And and then the other thing she wants, I think, is a dog because they foster. And I don't know. I know you're not on social media, but like I've seen through our Bravo account and stuff, they foster these puppies that are so adorable. And I think someone made a donation in her name to the where they foster but if she wants a dog, then you sit her down and go and or get her like a nice little car with a puppy in it and go, I know you've always wanted a dog now that the pandemic's over and like we've got our things going. Let's start our family early and let's go and pick out a dog for you. That's my gift to you for your 30th birthday. She would start sobbing to be like, yes, I'm so excited, you know? Yeah. Because I mean, personally, I don't want someone buying me a dog without me like going to help pick out the dog oh, myself. Of course, of course, I'm, of like, course. I would obviously love the dog, but I'd be like, <laughs> I wanted to pick out my dog. But it's such a bad look when all of these people like – Get something meaningful for her. Yeah. And you don't. Like, even Luke, who I'm so glad Luke is here. I'm so glad I that he's showing up. Luke. I love Luke. Um, especially now that Hannah's gone. Like, I'm so glad. I mean, yeah. But Luke, by What'd the way, say? especially now that Hannah's gone. Oh, I thought you said, especially not with pants on. And I was like, was he pantsless I mean, in this episode? I mean, yeah, that too. That would be thrilling. I'd love it. But no, now that Hannah's gone, are we really able to see him and see him relax and have fun? But you just... You gotta be more thoughtful, Kyle. Work is not everything. Once there's gonna come a point where you get through this point of stress with Lover Boy and things start to really flourish, and either Amanda's gonna be with you by your side or she's gonna be gone. And how are you gonna feel? At the end of the day, it's your relationship with her that matters most. Ugh, it's, I, I really have, I'm having a hard time rooting for him. I, so am I. And it, it's just really tough to see. And I think this is probably making them both. If this must be so hard to watch together, like well, I, that's the thing is I don't know how much they're again. We they've already said that they there are some episodes that that they're not watching because it's too hard, and they again they're already married. Like I don't know. I'm afraid of what the reunion's gonna look like. To be honest, well, unless they're in a hardcore therapy right now, who knows? You know who I am rooting for? Still rooting for? Still on Team Andrea? Sorry about it. I have to agree with Craig you. Craig made himself look like even more like an of an asshole. This he episode. is a. Uh, gaslighter to like the nth degree when he said to her well we're not exclusive we can be like hooking up with whoever we want oh and if and if you i mean if if i if you ask me yeah i'll tell you but yeah only if someone asks asks you you. will you tell the truth and that's such an f-boy thing i've seen it time and time again where it's the situation of like you know 
if, if you don't ask me, I don't need to tell you. Like, we're doing our own lives. Like, we're doing our own thing. And it's like, well, no, if you care about someone and you want to continue a relationship, you should be like, okay, yeah, you know, we're seeing each other. But all in the same time, I want you to know I'm also dating this person and this person. And if that doesn't work for you if the, or you want the situation to change, let's have a conversation about if it. If you want to date multiple people, that is totally fine. But you have to own it and be honest with everybody that you're dating. It's yes. also like a not to like go too deep, but it's also like a health and safety issue. Like you have to be honest with people so that people know that like protection is used, that birth control yes. is used, that like, you know, some, and, and again, Paige, I think is realizing that she's not comfortable with dating someone who's dating and sleeping with multiple people. I Which think that's hard to dawn on her and that's totally valid, but she can only know that if you're honest with her. Well, and I think that's, and I think that's fair. And I think she had that problem with Andrea and I think she saw Andrea was like, doing his thing with a bunch of different people and that upset her. Mm -hmm. So she said, Oh, I'm going to do my stuff with a bunch of different people. And I honestly do think she's fallen for Craig and I totally get it. And I, I see her, I see her seeing more of a future with Craig because even though this is happening, I think she understands he's more, he's a little bit older. He's a little bit more family oriented. I think at the end of the day, and he's kind of looking at that part of his life where Andrea is still, a thirty-something, ready to just tear it up. Sure, sort of, but, but I mean, like, I feel like Craig Andrea, gets done too. I mean, granted, like if Andrea does something later in the season that changes my mind, I'm totally willing to admit that I was wrong. But the way that he talks about his mother and his grandmother, and the way that he talks about how much he misses his family, and I feel like with Paige, he's starting to turn and go, "Oh, I think I might be starting to be ready for the family thing again." I'm totally... But words, words, words are not (laughs) actions because someone can say that they love their mother and then turn around and be a total dickbag. I totally agree. But I did love... Paige, good for you for going, okay, great. If you're going to do that with Kristen and you're going to be shady and be weird and be a fuckboy, I'm going to enjoy Andrea and we're going to make out and we're going to have some fun and I'm going to play the game too. Like, I'm really proud of her for, you know, stepping up and be like, no, 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 I'm not going to be played and I'm going to do my thing too. I... I have to say I've always been really proud of Paige and the way that she handles the men in her life. Even when Craig, she was having her fling with him, when he wasn't giving her the time of day during the week and was just having her as a weekend girl, she said straight up, you don't have a date with me when we were the week. You only want me for the weekends while we're in the house. That's not going to work for me. You lost your chance at this. And I think that's kind of where her mind is, is she's kind of looking for the one thing either Andrea or Craig is going to do that's going to take one of them out of the running. Mm-hmm. And knowing that she chooses Craig after all of this Kristen Cavallari stuff, because I, I do think she is like taking a step back in this moment and saying, we aren't exclusive. That's not something that we've talked about. I can't get a hundred percent mad at him mm-hmm. because he didn't disclose this because at the end of the day, I'm still hooking up with Andrea. And if I, get mad at him it's very hypocritical because i am also hooking up with someone else Mm -hmm. but i think there is going to be something that andrea does that is going to be her red flag moment saying absolutely not i'm gonna go with the lesser evil which is craig yeah i okay i i see it i see it and i do think craig is gonna do some big gesture i do think craig is gonna come out of the the gate and Honestly, he looks like hell. He's got to shape up too in that regard too. He looks like he's not treating his mind or body very well lately. We know Craig has also dealt with a lot of like depression and a lot of stuff like through Southern Charm and he gets really like bad anxiety. He didn't even finish his law degree because he got so in his yeah. own head. So I understand probably during the pandemic and the after Southern the pandemic, Charm boys. I know I keep saying it, but they're a fucking mess, man. I mean, they really are. This is they they are. But I do think Craig is the best out of all of them. Oh, uh, yes. And Uh, I do really feel the best of a weird because and you also have to think he saw the love of his life. Naomi completely dump him and move on and be the her best self, even though now we found out that Naomi got cheated on. She's going to be on next season. It's like a whole thing. It's really upsetting. Oof. but I think he just really went through it during the pandemic. And he had this like girlfriend that was honestly just trying to be famous who knew him from the show. Totally. I think he got really messed up and you know, I'm not one to just look at someone and be like, they look really bad. Like they must not be great. You know what I mean? I'm always like trying to find the light. (laughs) 
I'm just, I'm just a good soul. Oh like yeah, that. you absolutely get get out of here. Um, <laughs> other than that, I love Danielle falling asleep drunk by the pool, fully open mouthed, and I've, we've all been there. I um, loved that moment of her being I like, like, "I bought shots for the entire party just because." I'm sorry, Lindsay goes, ne- "Are you rich?" Yeah, like I would just never waste my money like that. Um, I liked also seeing Lindsay. I think Lindsay, we saw a shift in her this week where she's yeah. like, "Oh." I think I don't think I want to sleep be like a hot girl summer single and sleeping with everyone with the pulse. I th- actually think I want something more serious. And oh, oh, hi, Carl. I just saw a shift in her eyes this this week, and I feel like we're now going to start seeing them come together. Well, I think the big moment for Carl was Carl was really into Ciara, and then when Ciara was still talking about Austin, good for him. He was man. like, you know what? I don't need this drama. And if she wants someone like Austin, she's not going to be happy with someone like me because very mature. I do think Ciara still wants to have a lot of fun. I do think Ciara, I mean, as evidence in this show currently, like she's down to just party and drink and do the whole thing. And Carl is so far removed from that. He really needs someone who's going to, even if they are drinking, sit and understand that he's sober and he needs the support. But like watching him get up at like nine thirty AM and just take a walk around Hamptons. I was like, that's going to be me. I'm going to be like, go to bed early, <laughs> oh wake God. up, and just see the sights. Jesus Christ. I cannot wait to go to the Hamptons this summer. Well, yeah, it's we on my gotta list. Go. We absolutely have do to go. Do we get a share house? <laughs> oh, like, yeah, do you, well, with what money, sir? But no, we should definitely, like, take a trip. <laughs> it's like, it's a, it's a, you know, we'll just take it like a two-hour drive. We go there for the day even and just enjoy it and then drive back down. I'd be down. I'm, I just want to, I just want to go to the beach I'm gonna get into. We're gonna we're gonna see if we could pull some pull some strings and get into a, a summer house party. That would be so fun. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna work my magic. And then I just love seeing Maya cook. I just wanted to bring that up. I love seeing her in her element. I think I hope we see more of it. It was I, good to also hear about just, her story again. I really just I'm, I liking this girl a lot. I really really do like her. I feel like they found a golden nugget with her being Kwame's ex. Mm-hmm. fiance mm-hmm. I, I think this bravo world really has some shiners in it that are luke behind maybe mixing it up no absolutely oh, not okay, okay i'm gonna be i'm gonna be real like luke is too weird for maya like at the end of the day luke is a weird mountain boy he is but he yeah the we way love he, it the it, way he talked about being at home with his family and like, getting away and being with nature i'm like okay i'm just like making fires making igloos chopping wood i i'd be I personally would say, oh, yeah, that's really hot. That's fun for a second. And then eventually I'd be like, this is just, I can't do this. No, no, I'm, yeah, day. I think maybe they'll like mix it up, but they won't be like serious. Yeah, Who we'll knows? see. We'll, we'll see. see. Should we, is there anything else we need to talk about with Summer House? I'm no, trying to think. No, I think we mentioned it all. Okay, then let's move forward to, what's after that? Oh, New Jersey. Oh, my sweet Lord. Okay, New Jersey for me, though, I think was my favorite episode of the week. Same, 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 same. Uh, I kind of want to jump right into the Jennifer stuff and maybe we'll circle back to the Joe Gorga uh, Gia stuff, which by the way, I just want to say Gia looked freaking amazing. Oh my God. Gia is that such top. a beautiful young woman. Oh my goodness. I could, I couldn't get over how amazing Her that eyes top was. are just sparkling. She stunning. Yeah. Beautiful. Gorgeous. Never seen anything like Stan it. Gia. We love, love her. Gia. But Jen, Jen, I, I, again, I feel for her. I think it's horrible when your husband cheats on you and it's been 10 years and clearly it has not been dealt with. I also think there's stuff that is currently going on in their marriage. That's making this even worse for her. Totally. But if she cannot wrap her head around the fact that she's been going after all of these women and their husbands for a couple years now about cheating about and infidelity. Cheating and infidelity and being crooks and being liars and being fake and being phony and doesn't understand what a big glass house she's been living in and throwing all these stones, I I I, I under I totally get why I'm like Dolores. Like I I was like I fell for her, but then I flipped on her because I'm like, you know what? It you kind of made your bed and you need to lie in if it. If you can't eat the meat, don't serve the dish, honey. But don't. <laughs> if you can't eat the meat, that's don't what, serve that's the that dish. It? 
Is that what she said? No, I said that. Oh, just, isn't that a saying? I, you, you, I mean, you can't you eat want, the meat, don't serve the honey, dish. Honey, if you want it to be, but it, I, it's really let's stick with the glass house metaphor. I think that's okay. the stronger one here. Can't serve the if you can't eat the meat, don't serve the dish. <laughs> I, I appreciate that so much, but let's just let's stick with the glass house <laughs> metaphor. It just really fits, you know. It just it fits like a glove. Okay. Thank you for supporting me. Um, but I, you know, I I love Jackie for trying to make peace and going over there and trying to smooth things over, and that takes a lot of well humility. Well, well, let's just get to the point of that really quick. Let's take a step back before we just talk about Jackie, uh, you know, being such a saint in this moment. We find out through Dolores' conversation with Marge that Frank Catania Sr. was called by Jen to get photos that he supposedly had of Evan with this mystery woman from the gym. She also called a lady from the gym to see if she could get information from them. She was mining for information. We had no idea about this. And that's what turns Dolores is Dolores is like, but we got to feel bad. You know, at the end of the day, you know, this is not something that we want to do. You know, <laughs> you got to understand that Jen, this really hurt her and you took it out of pocket. And she's like, all I did was retaliate to something that she has been doing to me. Much like Jen is retaliated, you know, in her sense, I was just coming back at a moment, you know, she's come after me and my husband and the way that we, we talked like the way that we found each other. And I, you know, I, there was adultery and that's how it all started. But at the end of the day, you have something very similar and you're coming after Jackie as well, trying to expose when you're trying to keep your own stuff hidden. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. And Jen, you can't use the excuse of retaliation when that's exactly what Margaret did too. You can't get mad at Margaret for retaliating when you yourself always use the excuse of retaliation as a means of being defensive and a means of of justifying your behavior. I gotta say, I gotta say, I hate that Jen keeps crying to be like, but my children. Because at the end of the day, Jackie has children too. And that was a rumor. That was a rumor. Yes. It wasn't what even true. What your husband did is the truth. And your kids are going to find out one way or another. And the fact of the matter is, is that your kids are going to probably be more mad at you for the fact that it's been 10 years and they're just finding out about this now. I get that they're young, but they're they're old enough now to understand what that all means. Yeah. And it's your and Bill's fault for not being more upfront and more honest and dealing with your demons because everything that's kept in the dark always comes to light. I'll say it a million times on this podcast. You, you're you not, especially coming on a reality show, like you're not, nothing's going to stay hidden for much longer. See, and that's the thing. If she wanted to keep it hidden and they just wanted to sweep Don't it under the, the rug, show. don't be on the show. Don't be like, on the show. Live a private I life. I loved when both Margaret and Dolores were like, why are you crying? Stop crying. Oh, like, I, get over it. I, why are you crying? I loved <laughs> Marge just being like, yeah, I'm just going to talk to him. And she comes in and they're like, why are you crying? He's like, calm down. Like, don't do it. Don't do it. And then Jen just comes in, can't even walk into the room and is like, <laughs> and goes in the other room and Dolores is like, what are you crying? Jen, this isn't you. Stop crying. And then Dolores, <laughs> the Marge is like, everyone out, everyone out. Why are you crying? You can't be crying. Let's talk. But then, of course, I think Jen is one of those people, and I have to be 100% honest, I used to be one of those people that if you bring out the tears, people are just going to be like, I, I, I'm sorry, let's you know squash this. But I these women bad. were not buying it. But no, and that's what you need. It, 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 was, it was an ex that was like, the tears aren't going to work for me anymore. I know, I know what you're doing. And I'm like, oh. Okay, well then, Plan B. Let's just Let talk go about through my Rolodex of uh, techniques and see what I can yeah. do instead. What's the next manipulation I could do? But I liked that Marge and both Dolores kind of were were like, cut the bullshit. Even cut Jackie bullshit. said, like Jen, I know you're hurting. I get this is painful, but you have to own your part in this, or we're not going to get anywhere. You have to own that you made mistakes too. And again, you're living in the biggest class house ever, ever. And, and I loved. Oh God, when Teresa showed up, and again. <laughs> Teresa, bless you. I absolutely love when Teresa shows up. God bless her. And, you know, Teresa will do something and then apologize. And then years later, she'll just go back to the way she felt originally because she doesn't think she's ever wrong. And I loved when she sat there and was like, how could people be so mad at me about what I said about Jackie and not be mad at Margaret for what she said about Jen? And everyone has to clarify that these are two totally different things. And I love how Jackie's like, no, we're not going back. We're not reneging on your apology. You were keeping your apology set in stone we're not doing this i you know i think and i love that the women even after jen left said like we get she's hurting we get she's going through crap she can run away all she wants but this is what happens when you put on this facade and it's all bunch it's all a bunch of lies i 
I have to say, Jackie is a stand-up person. I love Jackie. Because I, I, I liked when she said to Jen, I'm actually happy that you did this. And, you know, it's come to light at this point because there was nothing there. Yeah. And you searched for it and there was nothing. So I'm not even mad at you anymore because it's in the past. We know this isn't true. But this is just further validation that this is where we're at. Just being so calm. And she was pissed there, at first. There, it's a lot of humility and grace that Jen I, showed. I love, I love Jackie. But also, Teresa, like you said, she just does not get it. And Dolores, it was great in that confessional being saying, you know, the other ladies don't get this at all. But for Teresa, it's logical. And that's just what it is. I, and I it's, love it's, it. It's Dolores just always understanding that Teresa is so brain dead, truly, <laughs> that her logic is so just her own brain. Yeah, saying, I kind of love Teresa. I do. She's like my crazy aunt. She but was like, I was trying to be a girl's girl. It was a, it was a rumor. It wasn't the truth. I love the producer also try, yeah, trying to be like, so you see this, right? She goes, nah, I really don't. I don't say what I did wrong. Um, Real quick, before we get to Joe and, and uh, Gia, I love that Dolores is like, slowly phasing her phasing herself out of David's life I, she should have done this ages she ago the, she should be in the awesome townhouse she should rent out that property and make money off of the property that she's currently building and live her best single girl life I, I love Dolores well we do know that she's with someone else now which makes me really happy but if someone is just going through the motions not even really truly going through the motions of the, a relationship just saying oh we're boyfriend and girlfriend mm-hmm. I do this for you do this for me you can't just be working all of the time that is such a stupid excuse you make time for the moments to be with the person that you love 100% even even Jen from OC is who's working all the time is making moments for Ryan who we'll get into but it's just it's so frustrating that she thinks this is what she deserves yeah I agree. I agree. She looks freaking great. She's freaking killing it. She's got a great two great children that she's raised. Uh, I love a them. great ex-husband. We love Frank Catania. I, I would love a reality show just about Frank Catania, to be honest. Keeping up with the Catanias? Honestly, give it to me. <laughs> e, if you're listening to this, I know you lost pick the Kardashians. It but pick the, it up. Pick it up. I mean, it's all NBC Universal, so they could I mean, do it. Um, Tell me how you felt about Joe and Gia scenario i think uh, we had the same take i'm i think gia expressed herself at parts well and i think she's a very mature young woman but i'm team joe i have to say i agree i think joe at the end of the day is allowed to say what he has been saying because at the end of the day it's the truth and i liked when he was like you're 21 i'm not looking at you as a child gia i'm looking at you as a 21 year old and saying this is what happened your father did these things he put my mother in an early grave and when G was like don't say that when you bring up Nona I can't do that like that's not true when it is a hundred percent true it is he added extra unneeded stress onto the lives of both of his parents killed the mother and broke the heart of her husband his father which led him to an early grave as well those two people would probably still be alive if Joe Judice was never in the picture. I I have to agree, and I really loved Mel- Melissa. I really I love her. And what I, were you calling her? The the Gorga Whisperer? Oh no, truly, she is the Gorga Whisperer. She like knows how to talk to Teresa, to Joe, and to Gia. And she, uh, watching her like maneuver that. But by the way, I loved uh, at that party where and actually at Dolores's too, where the women like go, "What's happening? What's going on? Tell me what's going on." Like it was literally like a little like they like flock to each like, other. Like the New Jersey version of Pick Little Talk Little from I Music Man. I was about Man. to say I was. Like, gonna be like those ladies from the music man no totally it was the new jersey version of that but i love that melissa really was able to bring the temperature down talk to each of them and go yes i understand what you're saying but this is what they're saying i think you're saying the same thing let's go back let's reconcile let's hug it out let's figure it out and i love that Teresa stayed out of it and let them and let them do their thing i'm really impressed that Teresa's kind of keeping her temperature it down it kills me when when they hug and she's like oh my god i love oh, this i love this i'm so happy i'm so happy and it's like dear lord but Teresa. i agree i think what joe needs to do as the adult as the as the adult of the two of them i think what he needs to do a little bit better is just being like listen maybe i shouldn't be so public and be so uh reactive and vitriolic when i talk about this stuff but 
what I need you to understand is it all comes from a place of my deep love for you, your sisters, your mother, and our, your, your grandparents, my parents. For 20 years, I watched this man systematically destroy my sister and my parents and our family. And I'm always going to have feelings of resentment and anger towards him until he, if he ever does, comes, shows up and apologizes and does a huge full mea culpa, which we know he's never going to do. But out of respect for you and your sisters, I will keep it. If I have things I want to talk about, I will come directly to you and I will talk to you directly. And I, 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 I will, 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 cause I did, I did agree with Gia at the end when she said, listen, I understand where you're coming from uncle Joe, but at this point, five years later, the, the nastiness of it all needs to stop. Like we need to pull that back. Cause I don't want to go six months without talking to you. Cause I love you. You are like my second father. Like you are the, the man in my life that like raised me. And you know, so I, I was on Gia's side when she said that. And I'm glad that she did because I felt like that really brought the temperature down. And I love they were able to sit next to each other and hug it out. Um, it looks like Joe's going to have to talk to the, he's going to apologize and talk to the other girls. Like too, ben Melania episodes. has some words, I think, um, which, but Melania also is a child and I yes. think she needs, and I hope Gia, I truly hope Gia sticks up for Joe in the, in the moment and says, you know what, Melania, I understand where you're coming from, but at the same time, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm with Joe. I'm your uncle. The fact that you're talking to me like this is insane and so disrespectful. I would, I, no matter how mad I was at an aunt or an uncle, I would still show them the respect that they deserve. And the truth of the matter is, is that I think there are things that the girls don't know about that Joe knows about. Yeah. And I think that Joe bailed Joe Judice out a lot emotionally, mentally, financially. I think that, there are things that are still under wraps that even we don't know about that Joe is never going to tell Gorga is never going to tell them because they would just create more riffs and more. Well, wounds. I'm, I'm sorry. Have those girls now that they're old enough watch from season one, Joe Gorga was terrible or sorry, not Joe Gorga. Joe Judice was terrible to their mother, calling her the C word behind her back. The fights that he had with Joe Gorga. I mean, that's what Joe said. He was like, I've been dealing with this since for 20 the, years yeah, since the beginning. You don't have no idea. And then they showed the clips of them getting into each other's faces constantly. Mm-hmm. I don't think Judy J was ever a good person. And I think this is, and, and I hated JB and like, you don't think he's still upset about it. You don't think he's still so mad that he's like in another country and he did this to my mother. I'm like, he gives two shits. He really honestly does not care. He, if he really cared, he wouldn't have done it in the first place and dragged her down with him. I mean, I think he misses his kids. I think that's what but he that's misses. It. He does not feel bad for what he did. To no, Teresa. I think he thinks that he, it's a, he's very selfish. He, there was a rat somewhere that looked like, you yeah. know, that turned me into the, you know, I don't think Caroline Manzo, yeah. but we're not going to talk about that. I mean, I we don't, I mean, about I, men, so I, mean, I gotta <laughs> add it into every episode Jesus somewhere. Jesus Christ, I do love I love Caroline. Um, we also got a new Caroline this episode. Jackie's family's there. cute. Her kids are cute. They're going to sleepaway camp. That's great, but like we don't need to talk about it. I don't think. Uh, yeah, I don't. I mean, yeah, we got the new. I'm just super nervous about the Dolores and Jackie confrontation that's going to happen next episode. The Dolores little, is ready to she's throw ready hands. To fucking claw Jackie's eyes out. You don't mess with Dolores. I'm sorry. She is she's a scary person. But to it mess looks with. like. Later on, Jackie and Dolores make up because they have that really funny, um, you know, little bit where Jackie's like, well, you don't want to mess with Margaret. And Dolores is like, no, no, you do not. So I think I, I think, think we'll this be is fine. a brief little spark. And I, it looks like it looks like everyone's like, what the hell is happening when Dolores comes after her? So we'll just have to see how it plays out. Yeah. All right. Should we finish out with the uh yeah, nothing really happened this episode. It was it, it felt more expositional, kind of like you know getting more into you know Jen and Ryan, and I mean they're before, setting up future episodes. We've bef- got the trip with Gina and yeah, Heather to all colleges. that really kind of was reaffirmed is that you know Heather and Gina are becoming closer. Gina is really realizing that Noella is a fucking loose cannon that cannot be trusted and completely cuckoo kachu. For whatever reason, Shannon and Emily are still giving her a chance. They went to the Quiet Woman. We're back to the Quiet Woman, which I love the QW. Um, <laughs> what? But I oh Noella, I'm sorry, I can't get behind her. I can't. I. I, I because again, you know me. I love I, I love a villain, and I I understand that we need one in every franchise, and we need a little bit of crazy. But 
Noel is too much, and I'm it's too calculated. It's too uh, psych psychotic. I I can't. It, it so the problem the problem with Noella is Noella has tried her entire life to be on the show, which is fair. Everyone has their you know their dreams and their goals and aspirations, but like you said, it's so calculated and so fake that it's almost hard to watch. If she was a a genuine villain like Kelly Dodd, where she was just being herself, running her mouth and doing her thing. And I know Kelly Dodd has her own issues and we're not going to get but into I that. But I prefer that. But, <laughs> you know, even Vicky, like Vicky was just authentically herself and it was psychotic. Noelle is putting on this air to kind of be this like, I'm cool. I'm, you know, throw out the shade fan. Here's my very rehearsed and written confessional moments my zingers that I think are going to get me here's what I have to do in the moment here's me being dramatic it just seems so acted and fake and I know people will listen to this and say well you can say that about a lot of housewives but they play it off better they they, they know how to do it better and that's the thing about Heather is I I, if I were her, I would have got up and left too. Cause like, there's no talking to this woman. And like Gina has been nothing but a good friend to you girl. And you're throwing her under the bus now. And even Emily was like, I need to get up and walk away from you and I'll come back. Cause I want to drink tequila and have some fun. But like, I, you're being and no, and active and crazy. And Noella being upset about being the pity invite. Like you should be thankful that Heather even invited you in the first place, because obviously you have not been a great, you didn't have a great introduction. Your first couple times meeting, there's been issues and you're only on this. You have to understand because the, the show and for you to be, Oh, I was a pity invite. And that's so rude and upsetting to me. You have to understand the situation as a whole. And at the end of the day, I hate that like Gina was getting the fire. She's like, I didn't say this at all. Like I didn't tell her that she was a pity invite. That was Emily, Emily, drunk put, Emily, yeah, drunk Emily making something up that wasn't ever there. And you know, I ugh, I just and I'm glad you know when they end up having the um the game night at Emily's and the girls come over and Gina and Noella talk like Gina was smart to kind of put the fire out and like just settle things with yeah. her but I'm glad that Gina was also like I I'm sleeping with one eye open now like I just I see Noella now I know who she is I don't like it and I'm I can't be friends with someone like this and I think Emily just really doesn't want anyone left out. And I think Emily also wants to be seen as the one on the show that kind of is friends with everyone. And Shannon has no friends right now, really like no strong alliances. So I think Shannon's just like, I got to be nice to everyone and just keep my keep here. Uh, I love seeing Shannon on the boat though. Yes. Shannon on the, I was about to say Ooh, she really is at home there. She's uh, her and John Jansen. I got to say Shannon storms and John Jansen, a lot of daddy issues amongst the cast members, like between Terry and John and Emily, like a lot of daddy problems. Well, a lot of fathers who were not kind and who were not at present. Well, if we want to talk about fathers who are not present. Oh, is this your transition to Jen and Ryan? Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> Here's my problem. First of all, I love Cece, Jen's daughter. <gasps> oh my God. What Vera. a spitfire. Her name I love is, her. I love that her name is Vera, but Which she also, changed Vera her is name. Like, of such an old lady name. I know, but it, it could have been a family name. You never know. But the <laughs> fact that she allowed her daughter to change her name at whatever age she is, is hilarious. It's like Casey Rose Wilson name, renaming her kid Henry and Bear like every other month. Well, I, I when I was a kid, I wanted to change my name to Momo Estrada. Thank I know, God my I, mother did not I, let me do that. I just don't know what you were thinking. I really don't. I, I was five. I was like five or six years old. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, I don't know if that's an excuse, hon. Hey, you know what? <laughs> I, I was very imaginative. But I love that uh -huh. this girl is just like, you know, how's the nanny? How's your nanny? And she's like, well, she's like a mother to those two boys. Like, oh, and then there's this mother here in front of me. And Jen's like, we're, are you kidding me? We're like, we're having a spa day and you're fucking coming for me? Like, get out of here. So cute, though. You can tell she's really independent. All three I, of those kids are adorable. Yes. And I like Jen saying, you know, you like school. You're a leader. You're creative. And she's like, well, you're a doctor. That's why you like school. And she's like, no, you have so many amazing talents that will make you great in whatever you choose to do. So don't sell yourself short, hon. Like you can really do this. It made me really, she's a good mother, I think. And mm -hmm. I do think she's trying. And even though she is working so much, I think it's, it is just for her kids, but I also will get into this. I mean, we don't need to, we can say right now because Heather kind of giving her that moment of saying, you know, like this isn't everything. Like at the end of the day, it's just it's all zeros. zeros. And as much as the money's there, you're never going to get back the time. Yeah. You, the minutes are more important than the money at the end of the day. And you can provide for them and give them a wonderful life, but you have to take the time 
to show them that you care, especially since Ryan is doing God knows what. Okay. Uh, to each their own. And I'm not here to like, I, I'm not bashing. I'm not doing anything, but they have three kids and Ryan is technically according to Jen, a stay at home dad, full time, full time, stay at home dad. And Jen is out there working her ass off to provide for this family. My mother was a full-time stay-at-home mom. My father was a firefighter. He was gone for like four days at a time, sometimes when he had double shifts, 24 hours gone. An incredible mother was able to do it all. Yes, we had like, obviously like, you know, you have help from like grandparents and stuff here and there, but kudos to her because let me tell you, me and my brother and sister were not a handful, I'm sure. More than a handful, like psychotic. What the hell is Ryan doing that he can, that he needs a nanny? I'm sorry. It is. I'm sorry. It did. It did make me raise an. It did make me raise an eyebrow. I just was a little. I was a little confused. It makes me wonder what he's doing outside of the house that's keeping him away. That where he needs a second person to handle three kids. Because Jen is also like she's working all day, but she comes home at night and is exactly. there in the morning. It's. It just seemed a little odd to me, and I just I feel like. They both need to come to the table and like have conversations and try to be more partners together. But I do feel like Jen is trying to make more of an effort to see Ryan's side of things and trying to be more supportive. And Ryan just seems like my shit doesn't stink. It's all you. It's as he said in his confessional, it's the Jen show, which I think is very telling. So, yeah, that this is my thing is I think he is so emasculated by her because she is the breadwinner when at the end of the day he should be so thankful that she is so smart so talented working through a literally debilitating chronic injury where she's literally in pain 24 7 he should be kissing her feet no truly and praising the ground that she walks on because she's doing everything and like she is like you know raising these kids with him He's not He's not a single parent. No. There and is Jen, support. Like, at the end of the episode, Jen really wanted to have a deep conversation with him and and, and was and was getting real with him and, and was saying, this is what I need from you. And he shut her down immediately, says, I don't want to talk about And I think what he wanted to say but couldn't is, I don't want to do this on camera. This is bullshit. I'm leaving. And just and walks away. And I'm sorry, but when you're in a marriage like this, you can't do that. You can't walk away. That That's the thing is – you sit down and you have these conversations and you get you to a g- point. You get uncomfortable. You get, you know, you, you get nitty gritty, but it, that that's the only way you, you can get through it. Yeah. You, you have, have to, to move through You it. have to move through it. You can't let this build and linger because then it's just going to re- create more resentment. It's going to create more And I feel like issues. this has been a buildup for, for a couple years, it seems but like. But I'm sorry. I, 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 it just literally blows my mind. And I'm I, you said it, and I'm just going to say it publicly on the podcast. I think he's sleeping around. I think he's going out and doing things. It feels like Which that. is the reason why it he's does. not. The reason he can't raise three kids when he's a stay-at-home dad. Like, if he has a business and he just needs, a, like, a hand for a couple extra hours, I get that. But He's is obsessed he just, with that dog, too. It's very weird. Yeah, is he just taking care of the dog? I don't know. I it's it, People are able to do so much. Like, even single parents, you know, who are raising multiple children are able to go to work and raise kids and do the whole thing. Like, what the hell is he doing that he that they need this additional help. I, 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 it doesn't really make sense to me. I, I really think that if they don't sit down and hash things out and come up with a new plan for their marriage, it's not going to last long. Well, in next episode, the preview, Jen cried all night because he packed his shit up and left. Yeah. If he seems like a child, he seems like he's 20 years old, never wants to wear a shirt is like flopping around doing his thing. I think she he's deserves like, better. Ryan. And I think that they honestly, at this point could probably co-parent better than be married. And honestly, I think that's what they're doing right now. I think they're just co-parenting yeah, because that's co-existing. why they have the nanny. Yeah. Like he's living his life, doing his thing. And the nanny has to step in and help. Because yeah. she can't trust him with the kids is what I, is where I'm thinking is why they need the extra help is because she's like he is he he just is living his own life yeah and is claiming to have all these things to do when really he's probably just stepping out 
I hate to say it, but it just feels that way. It's what the editing is giving. It's the signs that the editing is giving me. So and kudos to all parents. I'm just saying, like, there's nothing wrong with having a nanny. Like, no, I think, I that's think this fantastic. No, of course not. Everyone needs help. Everyone needs. Yeah, I just don't know why I, Ryan needs this kind of help that's and that's that's where i'm struggling i need to i need to know more about his life because it, it's not adding up for if, me right now. if if they show us stuff and he's you know running a small business on the side and like needs but like a couple hours away to do that clear at all right now. it seems like he just stands without a shirt on and walks this dog yeah i agree i agree um i'm really sad salt lake is over but i'm i think new jersey is and it OC, over oh next week's the finale yeah, next week's the finale and thank god we have probably a two or three part reunion we're but gonna have three parts I'm we sure. have to but i'm glad that oc and new jersey are really picking up and summer house is great and then in a couple weeks we get the candy show i can't wait you are really excited for this candy show. I think, I think it's, it's the be jingle good. that they play during the commercials. I'm the one that gives you candy. I'm just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be good. I think you're hyping it up too much, but um, we'll see. I believe in candy, and I believe in Todd, and I believe in the uh, gastronomical drama that will ensue. At, at OLG. I've always, I mean, we got to make a trip to Atlanta sometime. Uh, yes. Now that we're all on this coast, like it's only what? Like a two-hour plane ride? We got to go. Really? Yeah, it's really close. Oh my gosh! See, it, two, two and a half it hours? literally blows my mind being on the East Coast and like well, you can again, get California, to so many states. It's, yeah, it's it's weird because California I, literally is the size of the entire. I drive East Coast. six hours and I'm st- I'm just to, just to go home in California from Southern California. Yeah. Whereas like if I drive drive six hours here, I'm in Canada. Yeah, it's really bizarre. <laughs> I'm ooting uh, a boot in Canada, but I think we we did it all. I think we mentioned it all. Thank you so much. As always, if you aren't already, subscribe wherever you're listening to, whether that's SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, and Spotify. We're on social media. You can find us at at Hot and Bravo. That's at H-O-T-N-B-R-A-V-O-D. And we'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Adios.